Hello, everyone. This is Alex. This episode of the Emo Brown podcast is brought to you by my company, Buddha Brothers Labor Services. The only thing we don't cut are corners. Enjoy the episode. You're listening to the Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. I feel like I forgot how to speak into a microphone. I feel like I forgot how to set everything up for the podcast. I feel like I forgot. Pero aquí estamos. We're here. We are back from a little bit of a break. Much needed break. A refuge. A repute. Mm, was it needed? I needed it, bro. That cansado, güey. Too much shit going on, bro. Too, too much shit going on. I needed to take a step back and relax. And when I like to relax, I like to delve into a little bit of a product from Balboa Avenue Dispensary. Mm-mm. Forever in love with the five milligram gummies, mints. Bro, those, those breast strips, those me. You like them, the, C- the CBD ones? Me hacen, pero feel muy good. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, and when I feel a little too good, I get hungry. I go to Lolita's, you know, carnes de chips, mm. you know, yes, amazing. The fries. Georgie Farfan, thank you for all you do. Lolita's. Finest Mexican food in the South Bay and beyond. That was the advertisements. Mm. Now so, we are back. That's why I have the word big time, huh? Caesar. We're practically Mark Marin. <laughs> Caesar. I haven't dropped a fucking episode, a, a, a recent episode, because I dropped the police officer one. El, el, yeah, the the yeah, sergeant, yeah. the chill, the sergeant. You know, I, yeah. I brought him in and yes. it, was, it was a good episode. We're going to bring him back. You know, we, 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 we discussed, went back and forth on what we want to do, but um, I'm going to bring him back. It was a fun time con el compita el chicle. Um, coming back swinging in this, obviously with you, Mr. Beer Guy. Next episode is going to be with Miss Mayor, Mary Salas. Yes. Aquí nuestra pinche patrona from pared. the South Bay, from Chula Vista. She'll be coming in. Um, right after that, I'm going to have Chief Battalion, Chief Chula Vista Fire Department. Daryl Roberts, he'll be coming in also for the show. Luego tengo la Stella, la madrina de cervezas. Then I also have uh, David Favela, the owner-operator of Border X Brewing. Wow. So I wanted to make sure I had enough shows lined up for when I came back, bro. bro you know, this was, but you saved the best for first. First. I'm glad siempre, to be here. El, el, el vato más guapo del mundo, el compita César Torres, directamente de Minnesota. <laughs> I lived there for a year. I saw you in Minnesota. You know, if I lived in Minnesota for a year, I'd be Minnesota Steve. Bro, no, I don't want to be Minneapolis right now, dog. What have you been up to, man? What's going on? What's going on? It's been a minute. You know, man, the same old things, man. Trucking along, dude, killing it. Just, virgin uh, beer, three punk kales. What's going on with uh with Virgin beer since last we've chatted? How was this uh, uh The last time that we talked, you know, we had just opened up the beer garden. That's doing really well for us. Um, outside sales are doing great for us, man. We we set our sales record in June, and then we went and beat it in July. And we're on track now to smoke it in August. Calma the pinchy dick swinger. Sí, you swear because of you. Me acaba ese cuarto. It ain't even because of you, though. Huh? What? Oh. <laughs> no, but they don't. Nobody has to know that. Everybody knows that you're a legend, Caesar. 
And that's all that matters. It's, it's important to know. That. Wait, here we are, day fucking, I don't know, 487 of the fucking, yep. the quarantine, the of pandemic. March. Jesus Christ, <laughs> March, March 374. <laughs> uh, hey, brother, I, you know, what I, what I am a little anxious about and nervous about, but still excited about is that next week, my little girl starts first grade in a whole new distance learning environment. It's going to be weird, you know? They set us up with a iPad that supposedly had us all these learning apps on there and she's supposed to be logged on for a certain amount of time and man, I'm it's just and I know it's going to be weird. I'm not the only one that's what every parent is going through right now and pero yeah, man, I can't I can't lie. It's a little bit trippy to me to how we're going to handle that and you know, luckily we uh we have a good parental working relationship with my ex and she is highly intelligent woman that's a high school teacher so i'll rely a lot on her and but damn dude it's weird it's weird to think that that's a new but wait at between the school system the setup because we have homies that are teachers and and, and i tip my cap to them because i i out before we started i was outside talking to one of the teachers from my son's school okay in chula vista elementary school teacher and i was like damn homie School starts in two weeks or one week. They start, I think, August 30 something, 31st probably. And um, I was like, are you guys ready? He's like, we're going to go through the motions. Are you guys ready as parents? And I was like, in all honesty, my boys are getting too used to having school in the kitchen on the on the table watching their computers. You know, yeah. I, I feel like for them, for them, it's going to be par for the course. Lo bueno de los escuincles is that they adjust. They know, they know how to make adjustments more than adults. Yeah, they really their brain they, capacity is is quicker to learn. Their their method of doing things is quicker to adapt. So I mean, I'm not too worried about them. I'm worried for for wifey, bro. <laughs> Wifey's been stuck in the house with the kids. I mean, we all have, but wifey, I feel like she's a trooper, man. She she turned our middle child into a little Doogie Howser though. That guy was like he, he was running in circles, not knowing, and then all of a sudden, well, not maybe not Doogie Howser, maybe boners to bone. El compita, el vecino. ¿Qué le pasó al Benny del Doogie Howser? ¿Qué le hicieron al güey? Dude, you know he came out in like mafia movies. Like, the, this, this, that's like the destiny. If you're an Italian American actor, it's like yeah. I feel like you end up being in some so, sort of so like food, yeah. some sort of like mafia movie. They throw him. He was probably an extra in The Sopranos or something. As he passed away, school, so, yeah, businesses, man. the redundancy. We are now officially everything. It's like off oh the God, county watch list. Bro. So are we really? Yeah. Ah, wait, honestly, I haven't, I haven't stopped. I, I I stopped paying attention. All I know is that the, the thing that we're worried about now, aquí in, in San Diego and most of California is the rolling blackouts. So I heard like coming up next, there's going to be rolling blackouts uh, largely to affect Chula Vista. So we might be shut down for 20 minutes, 45 minutes or an hour. Damn. 2020, bro. I was at the Alwood today, this morning doing the things. And then there's fucking bees everywhere. There's like dead bees on the floor, dead bees on the window. I feel like, the heat has, we probably have a beehive located in one of the walls oh, yeah. and they're all trying to come out because it's hot. 2020, you can't do anything else to fuck with me, bro. Like at this at least, point, at least, done it, it. at least not the murder hornets. You got just regular bees, you know, they bring Cheerios and shit. So that was one of the reasons I feel like, why'd you stop the, the podcast? Oh, I just need a break. Everything was like the, on repeat. Everything was on repeat. I took the, the two weeks off from the, um, from, from UPS. And I ended up working a lot harder. Now so I'm like, fuck, I need more balance in my life. I need to figure out, I need to prioritize like family, business, extracurricular and everything. And I was like, you know what? Let me take a couple of weeks off. And um, no, no, 
there, there, I didn't like and figure out any time management skills. Nada, see, güey. No. You know, nada, güey. Nada. You know what yeah. I did? I built a fucking uh, a Shopify store for for uh, three point gales so we can sell more merch online. I, you know, like I did shit like that, which I mean is is, is beneficial, but it's making it a in the laptop, bro. Just figuring things out and da da da. Fortunately, the brewery's been going well. You know, yeah. the, the brewery's doing well. Um, we had to adapt. I don't know if we talked about it. I don't know how long what we talked about last time with the setups outside. Now uh, I, I know Burgeon, you guys set up yeah, your lot. We talked about all that. Yeah, you know, you got to sell food with your ticket item, and so nothing like that has changed. No, nothing like that has changed. changed. Um, but we're all. I mean, I feel like look at man, business are struggling and people are figuring shit out, and it's a weird time. But I feel like man. Some of us are fucking running with it, making the best of it, dude. And there's nothing you can do except adapt and, you know, react and adapt. Bitch, things that I've learned during the, the quarantine, during the pandemic, I can set up five canopies in front of the brewery in 10 minutes flat, bro. Uh, Me la rifo. Bro. Yeah, <laughs> Setting up canopies is, is, an art is, form a, is a daily fucking chore now. Isn't we have to weird? take out 10 barrels. We have to take out like... 30 to 40 chairs and set up five canopies. It's otro pedo, but it's one of those things like, oh, you want to stay open, you want to work, you want to maintain business, you, you got to do it. Yeah, you know, we, we ended up doing it like the, the night at the rock spirits. Like, hey, what if we take everything inside the nightclub, and the outside, outside <laughs> and then the outside becomes the inside? Doesn't that just blow your mind? <laughs> Bro, we did that. We did that. <laughs> all breweries no longer are inside. We're all on the outside. I, I was talking to, you know, telling you, I met up with the, the homie Edwin Real earlier. Uh-huh. He, you know, he's over there at Hobnob Hill and he was telling me, you know, that restaurant's all indoors, man. That restaurant's been around for 45 years or something, maybe longer than that. Anywho. And he's like, what am I going to do, man? Completely shut down? No. So they built out this beautiful deck on the sidewalk. He said it cost him almost eight grand. He's like, you know, and that's an investment for the deck, for the chairs, for the umbrellas. He's like, but guess what? I made that back in the first yeah, week yeah, and it yeah. pays for itself. The, the other thing I figured out, the people will come out. La gente te soporta, bro. Here, I, I can only speak for the South Bay. Yeah. I could only speak for Chula Vista and, and things that go on here on Third Avenue and on Broadway because that's where we have businesses. But it's... uh. If you figured out a way to stay open, if you like hustled enough to like and the community that respalga, it backs you because they yeah. saw that you were putting that that work yeah. into staying open, staying afloat. It's busy, bro, to the point where I'm like, holy shit. I know, man. I it's, it's, it. it's, it's too busy at some points on some blocks, yeah, on yeah, some yeah. spots. It's like, oh, my God. Everyone's wearing their masks. Everyone's social distancing. Todo en orden. Like, everyone's like, you know, the, all the barrels are like eight feet apart so you can account for like chairs and shit. But it's still, it's ridiculously busy, bro. It's busy. I'm, I'm very fortunate that we're one of the spots that is busy and we can pay our bills and we can pay everything that needs to pay. But. It's scary because right now in day 1,783 of the of the pandemic, like bro, <laughs> in this stage of the pandemic, I feel like we're worse off now than we were like when everybody was all hype about it, when toilet paper ran out at every freaking store, bro, when there was no toilet paper, no Lysol wipes, no antibacterial, no Clorox. I feel we're worse now, today, five months into it than we were like the first two weeks when everybody lost their shit. Yeah. The numbers are up, but I feel like now, like you said, they're, they're starting to tail off and they're starting to control it. But then what? <laughs> I mean, you hope that we don't go out and fuck it up again. 
you know, because that's what happened the first time when we got the ability to reopen. Everybody basically said, oh, we're, we found the cure. Yeah, right. We're fine. Yeah. Things are back to normal. And it's like, no, like you look at other countries and other places and you, you wonder how they're pretty much getting back to normal. And it's because they took it serious and. I don't know, man. Miss me with that conspiracy bullshit. You Which know? one? Flat Earther? You're a flat Earther, bro? No, bro. I thought I thought, oh, that COVID's <laughs> not real or, you know what I mean? Like, I, man. Like, Do you know anybody that tells you that COVID's not real? I don't know anybody that says that shit, bro. Bro. I'm, Neta. I'm, 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 it's all, man. Yeah. They're out there. But I don't pay attention to them because it's the same people that are saying that COVID's not real and you're taking away their rights, but they're okay with other rights being stripped away. Oof. Other thing I learned about <laughs> during the quarantine, bro, shit popped off. <laughs> I feel like everybody was kind of like status quo for the, like the last, since the last legitimate like uprising. Uh-huh. And now like everything came to a boil. Everyone's locked indoors. People have been on unemployment. They're not collecting as much money. Well, some people aren't collecting as much money. Social injustices are going off. I feel like the president is giving people an excuse to wild out and act like they want to wild out and just be ridiculous, bro. All of that came to a fucking boil during the last five months. And shit. Tell me people are still aren't protesting right now. Tell me people still aren't knocking shit, like breaking windows, breaking down communities, doing what they feel is right to like raise awareness. Bro, it's crazy. Taking over city blocks. Bro, it's crazy. Where do you stand on all this? I mean, same place I've always stand, man. I mean, uh, I I laugh at the fact that we're having an argument about basic human fucking rights. Like the fact that we have to have a discussion about people being treated as equals and you know, it was a good listen to hear the sergeant on the last episode because, you know, it does pay to have that conversation and go both ways. And, you know, there's some stuff where definitely I'm glad that it was you and Chicle because you guys are a little bit more level headed and there's stuff that I feel like I would have been too argumentative about. And, you know, but I get where they 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 need to have a voice, too, and there needs to be open dialogue. And, you know, when people get mad, it's not, you know. I mean, you see that shit that went down in La Mesa because that the owner of that extraordinary banana pudding just put like, "Hey, man, that's right. Ra- that that's recent. That's racist. That's recent. No, it's racist. Ca- too. Ca- yeah. Pasar, no? yeah, yeah. So just a quick backstory on that. In La Mesa, there's a company. It's a banana pudding company. Yeah. And the owner openly stated, I don't know if it's been confirmed or not, but it's what I saw on Facebook. And obviously, Facebook doesn't lie, bro. Social media yeah, always tells bro, the truth. But uh... <laughs> on one of the posts, it said that the owner of this. This company in La Mesa, he outright said, police officers are not welcome in my establishment. La Mesa PD, because apparently one of them had come in to ask him about something that had happened during the protest. And apparently the officer made a remark about like, yeah, we're asking you this because we know how your people are. And he was like, wait, what? Like, you got the nerve and audacity to say that to me? Get the fuck out of my shop. And then he said that they've been targeting his shop and setting up outside of it and just like watching him and he was like he got to the point where he got fed up and he goes fuck it you're not allowed back here and you know of course that's everything is such like you said that's a hard stance bro it's that's, a, there's woo. there's no that one is not there's no gray because i remember before the break <laughs> i was like you gotta gray. live in the gray gotta that shit is like nail yeah. it's black or white you're yeah, all right eh, you're not allowed in here yeah Valio, don't even step foot don't don't even look at my shop pretend we don't exist here fuck. you know what though that shit is delicious. I, okay. I've never been. I that never knew what it was until I saw somebody delicious. post about it. Delicious. I found out because um, 
It's right across the street from uh, West Coast Barbecue and Tap, the assisted restaurant to O'Brien's out there okay, in La Mesa. Okay, okay. So it's right across the street. mentiras, I don't go to La Mesa, bro. There's a. I don't think I've been to La Mesa in a long time. What's in La Mesa? What's in La Mesa? What's in La Mesa? Nope, can't say I know what's in La Mesa, bro. I just told you one of them, West Coast Barbecue. Yeah, but I mean, I don't. I've never been there either, bro. It's delicious. Wait, I'm, I'm ignorant when it comes to leaving Chula Vista or, or, or the South Bay. No, no, you, we've made we've, you know? we've made note of this. That you crossed the fifty four, and it's a miracle. Nah, I'll push it to the eight because okay. we've been taking the kids. We've, we've been something else. I learned. Okay, come on. You got to keep these boys entertained, man. Kids in general, oh you got to keep them God. entertained. So why yeah. like, we got to take them for walks. We got to go to the yeah. park. We got to take them to the beach. So I mean, we, we do what we can to keep them busy. And, and and I tell her, it's like, honestly, do we really have to keep them that busy? I feel like you give them a PlayStation like allowance of like, okay, you know what? It's Friday. You've accumulated all your points. You've earned 30 minutes, an hour to to play on the on PlayStation. And in the house, how do you accumulate points? Well... Cesar from Minnesota. Christ. Doing your chores, bro. Going to sleep, not complaining. Uh, making your bed when you wake up. You know, um, brushing well, your teeth, get... taking a shower. You Damn. know, chores, responsibilities. Teaching these little weenies like, okay, this is what you got to do. Can I get on this point system? Get on this point system, bro. Yeah, and you know what? Dile la crystal. Huh? I'm in. You're in. I'm yeah. all in. And, and then you, if, you, if you get 14 points at the end of the week, you too can play PlayStation I for 45 wait. minutes. I like this, man. <laughs> I like oh, this. Can man. I get to go in the clubhouse too? Eh? The Maybe treehouse? we can go in the treehouse right. and then we can hang out and smoke a doobie <laughs> and have some whiskey. Where would you get that doobie from? Uh, Belbo Avenue Dispensary. <laughs> um, get that way to see it. So yeah, man. I mean, in addition to learning about the children's is, boy, did we learn how to party, like birthday parties, celebrations mm-hmm. in this last, you know, couple of weeks, month. Actually, actually it's, been, it's been like a month since I've legitimately recorded an episode. Um, three birthday parties. An anniversary, pinchy graduations, bro. All of it. All of it. I, we've been uh, we've been to so many drive drive by uh, birthday parties, mm. you know, and everybody gives you like cupcakes and cookies, pedo, you know, a taquero champ. Um, my goddaughter graduated recently from uh, from high school. She'll be going to school up in Utah, uh, college. Felicidades, Aubrey. And uh, yeah, she had a a taco dude at her pad at her grandma's house. So I was like, all right, this is how we do it. I didn't drive by. I stopped. I got down. I got down. Um, Bro, we're learning new things. You know? We're learning new things. What else? It's like... Adapt, adjust, man. Yeah. And it's like subconscious. I feel like first month, it was like, oh, wait, tengo que hacer esto. I got to do this. I have to figure this out. I got to figure that out. Month number five, we're just rolling with the punches. You know? It's like, you know what? I want some Flama Blanca four packs, but you know what? I want the, like, I want them prepared with tostilocos on the side, with cueritos on top, with shrimp, with this. Acá, blah, blah, blah. I went online. I found it. I drove to San Isidro. I dropped it off. I picked it up. And I was like, you become more assertive. You become, um, you become more of a go-getter. It's like, it's harder to stay within your cocoon, within your little comfort zone and expect things to be the same. Yeah. So I figured it's like, we want something, we go get it. Go get it you you got to go get it. Which led to another thing I learned, bro. Oh, this one was a big one. One of the reasons that I, I I needed to take a break, bitch. I was feeling sick. Like my head was pounding, my teeth were hurting, um, everything, bro. And and I just sat sit, sat down and talked to why I talked to my parents. I talked to everybody who who cares about me. <laughs> I, I talked to them about it, and um, it was stress. It was just of stress, course it bro. Is. It was, just, I, I it was just like overwhelming stress. Like everything hurt, brother. You everything. A- or Mary. Motherfucker, have, have your teeth ever hurt, Caesar? 
Yeah. Have your teeth ever fucking así, just hurt? Así como, así como me estás explicando. No way. Bitch, Never like I, that. I, I don't go to the dentist very often because um, my teeth are pristine. Hello. Oh, yeah. But I went to the dentist. It took every ounce of my fucking want, courage, and self to go make an appointment to the dentist. In this last month, I've gone to the dentist like five fucking times, bro. You know? And I was like, oh. dude, my teeth hurt. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. I get like a like oh, a man. sharp electric shock feeling oh, in my teeth and, they go, and it goes up into the side of my head. I went to the doctor to check it out. I, I Bro, I put myself through the ringer to to make sure all that was going to get taken care of. I ended up getting fillings. Um, it doesn't hurt as bad as it was. Bro, that hurt so bad. I've never had migraines. I've never had toothaches. Ooh, I've never had an email. Yo el culo, dog. Everything hurt. Everything hurt. El pichi culido. So I was like, fuck, what's going on? So that's when I took two weeks off, two weeks from work. I was like, I got to take time off. Yeah. Like there's obviously something wrong with me. I'm carrying too much like anxiety. I'm carrying too much stress. I talked to my mom. I said, I just feel like I have the fucking weight of the world on my shoulders. I got to make sure this is succeeding. I got to make sure that is up and running. I got to make sure my family is spoken for. Got to make sure that I go and hold them on my responsibilities from work. And somewhere like along the line, I just lost track of like, I got to take care of me. You know, it's like, I got I to take a step back and take care of me. I got to get better sleep. You can't oh. handle any of that other shit if you're not well, man. You Which I was can, on three to four hours of sleep since October. talked about Since this, October, man. November. I'll say November. Since UPS went into peak season, it's like no sleep, bad diet, just no exercise because of quarantine. So I was like, ah, I need a, I need a break. I, I need to make sure like I, I figure this out. Ultimately, I, I'm, I'm healthier now. You know, like I, I feel like I started eating better. I went back to the way I used to eat as I have a pinchy michilada with you. But I'm, how, it's how just about a, the sleep? The sleep has gotten better, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was on vacation for the last two weeks. I would go to sleep instead of like eight. I would go to sleep like at 10, 10 or 11. And, but instead of waking up like at two or three, oh, bitch, six o'clock, you know, like yeah, living I'm the life, you know? Yeah. Like getting at least six hours. Living on three to four. That, man. What your body does when it's properly rested. And I was breaking down, bro. Wifey said, look at you. Wifey sent me a, a list. She's like, look, I found this list of things that um things that will affect you when you're not having sleep or when you're when you have anxiety. These Brother, these we- are the results of those. And like on the fucking list, it said forgetfulness. Bro, I've been forgetting shit. My brain has been foggy. It says tension, headaches, um, inability to concentrate, weird spots or floaters in my vision. Yes. You had those. Dude, I had those. Like, it was weird. Like, I would get those little weird little, little, yeah. like, it looks like little coronavirus cells. Yeah, and I'm like, and I close my eyes. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Um, shooting pains in my head. Yeah. Feeling off balance? A little bit. Uh, constant fatigue. I've been tired a lot. Feeling your head is too heavy for your neck. Yeah, but that's because I'm a pinche cabezón. That's normal. That's that nothing you can do about it. But yeah, that. like wifey's like, she's helped me out with this and just going, ah, like do this. She- I'm glad that wifey got on you about that, man. Porque it takes it takes someone like that to drive that point home, man. Because yeah, dude, what you do is insane. You got the wife, three beautiful little kids. But it's just not me. It's you. You too. It's 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 el compa el Matt, you know. It's all of us. It's el compa el chicle. It's el compa el glasses. El Jordan. You know, we all work. We all have responsibilities. We all have things we have to maintain. I just feel like fuck, it got me. You had a lot. It got me. I was like, I'm gonna get the fucking Rona, bro. I'm gonna get the Rona. You also own two businesses, and you got to worry about employees and how those decisions affect them and. And, and I can't take a time out from that, bro. No, There's no, no time out from from the businesses. It's one thing to take the time out from UPS, that's mm. normal, but all. So like that size, like I said, you know what? I'm gonna take the time off from UPS. I'm gonna take the time off from doing the podcast, and I'm just gonna disconnect, you know. And I had to. 
I feel better coming back. We just, wifey and I just celebrated our 15 year anniversary. Um, 15 años, güey, no mames. Damn, homie. What a 15 fucking years. <laughs> I've known wifey since she was four and I was seven. When she was stalking you. Bro, she, there's pictures, there's video of wifey hanging out in the motorhome. Because the story is, wife, our family, my family, and wifey's family, we used to go camping together. Íbamos a Santa Verónica, San Felipe, like wherever, wherever there was a place to camp. We would go camp and hang out, ride the quads, ride the three wheelers, you know, squinkly shit. And um, <laughs> there's video and like pictures of wifey just looking out the RV window. And then you pan over and she's looking at me being a douchebag, just running around, probably singing like House of Pain without a shirt on and a backwards hat, <laughs> maybe wearing some Jinko shorts. I don't know what I was doing when I was little, bro. Wilding out, doing nonsense shit, doing things that like Sonny does now and Jackie does. <laughs> hey, you know where they got it from? It's fucking their mama, boy. Do not See you, so look at she was four. I was seven. We grew up pretty much together on and off throughout our lives. We reconnected when um, they invited me to be a chambelan in their quinceañera. Uh, I was dating a white girl then. I broke up with a white girl and I went to Crystal. And then we started dating on and off. Blah, 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 blah. Not on and off, actually. On. And then by the time, like, I'm not even going to say ages because I think it's illegal in certain states the way we're dating. Uh, yeah. I think I was 20 and she was 17. I asked her parents' permission, no bro. What? No, no, I don't know how she was. Probably 17. I was 19. I was 18. I don't know what the law is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the law is. Am I going bro, to jail? These numbers change so quickly, <laughs> I don't know. Bro. It's legal. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, we got married, bro. Fuck. I've known wifey, like, boyfriend, girlfriend since the year 2000. Here we are in 2020. Damn, bro. You know, three children, two businesses, a shit ton of adventures and all that later. Like we still bro, here. It's cool, it's cool watching all your travels, man. Yeah. And she, guys, she's still by my side, bro. We hardcore. She's, you gotta, she's, you she's the homie. One, she's the homie. She's, she's the my A1, you know? Yeah. But yeah, uh, I needed that 10 minutes to kind of like let you know. That's, Brother, that's, that's what I've been be, going man. through. It's been annoying. You, one of the biggest changes oh. in my life was when I got my sleep right, man. I used you to told me you were the number one guy to tell me about that. Four hours of sleep, man. And I remember when I started looking at that app and I went, holy fuck. Like, that can kill you. That can yeah. literally kill you. And now, seven hours, bro. Yeah, oh, I, I get seven I hours. Can't. If I'm going to go to sleep. Okay. Quick, yeah, well, quick you, math would tell me. If I'm going to work <laughs> on Monday at two in the morning. I got to be in bed by Saturday at 2 p.m. If I'm going to get that at my fucking sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Quick math would tell me. For you, for you, it's different, man. For, oh, for my man. life, it works. Perfecto. Good for you, bro. Yeah. Perfecto. So now, I mean, I know we've always been talking about positivity, this, positivity, that, and we're this. Fuck that. The negativity got me. The last month, the negativity yeah, fucking, it, it. Me metió el dedo por el culichi, doggy. And I was, I was done. And, and I think a lot of people are afraid to talk about the fact that they're having these anxieties and stresses and it's okay to be human man it's okay to admit and it's okay to seek help out and that's why it's awesome that we have the circle that we have in the group chat and we all look out for one another and we got family and that's where that inner circle that we talked about a long time ago comes into effect yeah, man yeah it's important to have that because it's not always fucking rainbow shooting out of people's assholes it's fucking, i feel like we try to make it seem like that but yeah. this last month that it showed me he's like nah bro yeah. you know and why he's like oh if you go to therapy this would happen and oh you should go to therapy people was like fuck that for me therapy was ponying up and going to the doctor yeah ponying up and going to the dentist those are that, those are things like there's my comfort zone and there's things i will never fucking do and that's where like going to the doctor and going to the dentist is. yeah 
If something's wrong with me, I don't want to fucking know, bro. No. I ain't trying to find out. Oh, you got this one. Bitch, you don't know me. I don't. <laughs> it's like, I don't. I. Meanwhile, I got excited to hear from my doctor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got excited, man. Hey. Finally going to have my surgery. I was that wait. surgery, you're going to be a new man, dog. Oh, dude, I, I don't remember what it's like to not wake up in pain, go to sleep in pain, have this discomfort, basically look like I'm either A, pregnant or the alien's about to rip out of me. It's, Fuck it's that, bro. Trip. You can't golf. Oh, right, man. I'm sure it's a pain in the in the gut not to golf right now. Yeah, it's it's weird, man. Yeah. A lot of little things I can't do, man. I know it. You know, I'm a great father, but there's more activities that I want to be doing that I'm not able to do, man. I mean, there was times that I I needed a walker to get to the bathroom from the amount of pain that I'm in, man. I'm not even forty, and I'm using a walker. Hey, bitch, first of all, first of all. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with fucking being 40 or over. Okay? Wait, they just, just the way, just the way. I'm not even 40 in minutes. Bitch, relax, okay? Because sometimes when you turn 40, you actually get better, okay? And that's what I did. Calmate, red wine. Calmate. Pinchy, you be 40. Calmate, red wine. See, dude? I mean, nah, man, I'm, one thing I learned see. from you is, yeah, it is what it is, bro. Like we all, we all, we all, we all got our dramas. We all yeah. got our shit, but we got responsibilities. And yeah, man, I mean, I had to stop doing everything. It got to the point where Chris was like, "Go golf, like go." I know that's what relaxes you. And like I said, all right, cool. And I, I have a small circle, but I feel like I, I put that shit through like a little, like a a sealer pack, and it got smaller, bro. My circle got the kids, wifey, and like. FaceTiming or visiting my parents like maybe like once every couple of days. Whereas like usually I'm like, woo, I'm everywhere. I'm out and about. I'm over here, you know, precautiously or cautiously rather, con la mascara y todo el pedo. But it's like, I'm boom, I'm, I'm, I'm firing on all cylinders. I gotta be here. I gotta be there. I gotta be here now. I gotta deliver here. Oh, we gotta do this now. Oh, we gotta do another podcast. All right, cool. Let's do it. Boom, 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 boom. To the point where it was like, I would tell awesome. my wife, is like, I ain't fucking going over today. Yeah. I'm fucking saying, oh, oh, I'm gonna go to my parents' house and swim and take the kids. I was like, you know what? I'm saying the fuck here. Yeah. It's like I'm not going anywhere. It feels it feels nice to disconnect, man. And it felt weird. It's it's one of those things that I do say, like I will say like that co parenting component and having her fifty fifty, man, like the times that I have to myself, because it's it's a double edged sword. I miss her like fucking crazy. But it's nice to be able to Unwind. have my time disconnect you know, from disconnect, responsibility and like go on my hikes and my meditation. Calmate, wey, pinches hikes. Si, estoy yeah. hiking. You're hiking now? Estoy hiking como Everybody los, started hiking, bro. Como like white people. Bro, I've been doing it for a minute, all right? Everybody I'm started not, hiking, bro. I'm not going through a recovery phase. Everybody started right? hiking. Pinches <laughs> <laughs> vatos. Everybody, hey, where you going? I'm going to go hike. Hey, where you going? I'm going to go mountain bike. Only, only. Wey, calmate, tú, wey. That's how fucking Emo Brown started. I know, that's how we do, fool. Fuck, well, no, that's awesome, because look at those homies, they started surfing. The homies, they kept biking. The homies are starting to play soccer again. I started golfing again, you yeah. know? And it's like... I'm excited to get I back need, out of the lanes, dog. I just dog. needed that disconnect real quick. I needed to make sure everything was good. I needed to make sure the kids were taken care of. I needed to make sure wifey was taken care of. I needed to make sure I was taken care there of. There it is. It yeah. starts with el numero uno at the top. <sighs> Something else that I learned. You're not supposed to swing on three, you know? <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> Yo, government sucks. Our government fucking, they went to shit. It's been shit, man. It's just people are becoming more aware of it. I had a discussion yesterday because I was hanging out with the homie Danielle and we were talking about some friends that we have and how people see, you know, the necessity of being 
available to have adult discussions and not always not always discrediting like oh well that's your viewpoint fuck you you know yeah. what i mean and it's funny because I, I i was telling her about a friend that i have and she you know was giving me shit about like all you do is shit on trump and i'm like well hey he makes it easy I'm like, and B, it's not just Trump. Like, you know, as as amazing as I thought that a guy like Barack Obama became president, I shit on him when he was president, man. Like, his foreign affair policy was trash. His, his, ability, his inability to handle his immigration policy. I mean, it's funny that all these Trump supporters, like, that get behind him because of that, and they hate Obama because Barack Obama deported more people than any president. They're know? all the same, bro. They're all the They're same. They're all the same. It's a, this two-party system is evil. It's corrupt. When you get to that level of politics, when you get to the highest, the top tier of influencer in, in, in our country as it relates mm-hmm. to, like, you know, leaders, pol- politicians, it's a crazy game. At that point, I feel like yeah. they lose, um, they lose a, a sense of contact with what they all jumped in for initially. And they're all purchased. I mean, you know, corporations get in on them. They they have them in their pockets. So it's like you're no longer running off of the ideals that you started with. Now you're just you're following a script. So it doesn't matter who the fuck is president, bro. Oh, you could be man. president. It doesn't matter who is. It, it, again, dude, I've, I've said it. And the biggest gangs in the world are fucking Democrats and Republicans. Everyone's dying to be on one side. And they kill more people than anybody else. Es un pelo. Es un pelo, wey. That was annoying. That was... I feel like this is a 2020 wrap up, but <laughs> but we we're not anywhere near being done with 2020, bro. Think of oh, everything dude, that's happened. Think of everything that's happened, bro. The, the the Chinese trade embargo, uh, you know, Pinchi, the coronavirus, mm-hmm. the fucking the, the killer bees, social, what was it? social the murder hornets, <laughs> the the murder hornets, um, everything that's gone on in the last five months, that could have gone our whole life and be like fuck. We saw a lot of shit in our life, we, you know. Yeah. But this shit has happened in five months, bro. El, and it's like, el, oh el man. Kobe, el del Kobe. Everyone forgets that Kobe died at the beginning of yeah, all this, bro. Like, it wasn't until like, the till the playoffs started, and everyone's like, oh, oh shit, damn, there's no Kobe anymore. There was no baseball. Baseball no. is back. Baseball I mean, is back. If there's one bright spot to all this, is that I can gamble again on sports. <laughs> I like gambling, bro. I, I, I enjoy. Oh, I've, I've, I, I've learned. I enjoy sitting down. Throwing twenty five dollars on a game, fifty dollars, or or if I feel like bien chingón, bien huevo, and like on a bet or or something that I see that I like, we'll throw some money at it. But you know, twenty five dollars, boom, boom, you put it on the Padres, you put it on the over. All of a sudden, it takes that game that you're watching and it amplifies it. You know, I don't know what it's like to fucking be on coke all the time, but I'm assuming that if you inject gambling, replace replace coke with gambling, it just makes it more exciting. You know. Bitch, I will watch a Milwaukee Bucks fucking, um, I don't know, Toronto Raptors game, you know, and put like $25 on it. And all of a sudden is everything I ever wanted in life, you know? Mira, mira. I, think, I think I just came out as a fucking degenerate gambler, bro. <laughs> oh, they also baseball is back. And then it's like. Bro, you remember that Australia almost burned down? Yeah. Australia was crazy. <laughs> Australia it, almost burned. It was like a hundred days burning. Straight. It, it was it's probably still in, burning. Yeah, we just don't know about it. Jesus Christ. The the rainforests were burning in Brazil for a while. Mm-hmm. Fucking guess what? California's on it, it's on fire all over again. Oh god. There's there's a lot of earthquakes but, occurring right it, now. And remember that in April, the fucking Pentagon, out of all things, out of all places, out of all entities. Released UFO videos, but 2020 has been so wild that people just were like, oh. whatever. 
Like, cool. Yeah. That's rad. That's, that's fucking <laughs> ET. That's, that's cool. Like any other year. And that would be the only thing we're talking about. And everyone's just like, yeah, well, I know a motherfucker who turned his whole business model around selling masks. 2020 was the year that I'm my homie bad. just said, I want to make masks. And he, <laughs> he pays his bills making masks. He, he takes care of his family making masks. He does everything. All of the necessities, all of the essentials in his life are covered by selling masks. Isn't that insane? 2020, Who bro. would have Pinchy 2020. It's been, a, it's, it's been, a, and like you said, le falta tiempo. Bitch, We're we are in the middle August. of August. Yeah. One thing that will never change and hasn't changed. I fucking hate the Dodgers, bro. The Dodgers. Now that, now that baseball is back is like, oh my God. You just remember I the just, hatred. Oh, oh, and I don't even know what I hate about the Dodgers. It's not the players. I like the players. All those yeah. players, I'm like, yeah. And it's not even the fans. I I enjoy 85% of the fans that are right. Dodger fans, which isn't much because I enjoy like 95% of Padre fans. I feel like every fan, there's a group of fans that are just annoying and obnoxious. Oh, and it's God, like, man. I los sicos, yeah. yeah, Padre's Twitter. Yeah, Padre's Twitter. Oh, I ain't saying shit. Those guys, like, they like to go out and like um, cancel people. Canceling okay. happened I in 2020, to try bro. to cancel me. I wish I, I am the game. Canceling happened in 2020. Yeah. We, we talked Christ. about that too, remember? What else? I feel like everything is happening. <laughs> Emo Brown came out with an ice cream in 2020, Damn. bro. <laughs> you know what Emo Brown came out with? Get a myself. t-shirt that I already got. You got I your shirt. Oh, man. man. For all of you that have a Emo Patreon. Brown social club and part of the Patreon, ooh, they're in. It's I've been handing them out. And bonita. I know I got a, a Patreon listener in Colorado, El Javier. Hi, I got Javier. Bro. I got all your stuff. I got your mask. I got your patch. I got uh, two shirts, a pin, a koozie. It's all coming to you. I just, I was wanted to wait until we got these things back. All the, the new shirts is coming to you. Anybody who hasn't gotten anything because you live out of state or whatever is coming. I was waiting for this social club shirt to come. Now you're in. I have El, el Profe, the teacher, Compita Christian, Mr. Moreno, for you students listening out there because there are. Yeah. Um, he sat down. Respect your man. He sat down and he started creating a mission statement for Emo Brown Social Club. And I was like, yes, I need that. Because I was talking well, I was talking to Glasses and Glasses 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 cuts to the core of me. He's like, damn, homie, what happened to the Emo Brown Social Club is dead now. It's sad. And I'm like, you know what? Okay. But is there's truth to that? You know? So it's like, yeah. all right, and I gotta Nothing with that, no, la verdad. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what? What can I do? What can I do actively to to resurrect it or take it to the next level? I said, bitch, I have a fucking crew around me who is talented as fuck. Mm -hmm. So I tapped my compita Christian right now. I said, hey, man, I need to put a mission statement out. And it's like, all right, cool. Let's get to the core of this. What are we about? What are we striving to become? And what are we going to do along the way to reward people who are riding and dying with us? So that's coming up. And then to actually go out and execute that. Yeah. Dude, there's a lot of cool things. I, I met with a, a, a young man here from the community who's starting a nonprofit, and it's about uh, homelessness and how it affects us, you know, like Mexicans, uh, blacks, Asians, um, people of color. Another thing I learned, are Mexicans were people of color? I mean, why wouldn't they be? I don't know. I'm asking, bro. I mean, I'm Mesa Mexican, see. Yeah? Okay. Because yeah. I heard a conversation. I was just kind of listening in the background. You hear a lot of shit at the brewery. And I, oh, I'm God, like, yeah. man. It's a cesspool, <laughs> yeah. man. So I was like, I don't know why Mexican people feel like they're color people of color. And I was like, oh, shit. Are we? And then I was like, looked around. I was like, I'm a person of color. I don't even know. I don't know. Get out of the way. 
I don't know, some random dude. No. Some random dude. Negrito. Era un negrito. Era un negrito. Mm -hmm. It was a black dude. And I was like, and it wasn't coming, he wasn't like being all aggressive about it. Like, like fuck Mexicans, you're not a prisoner of color. Yeah. It was just like, I don't get it. Are Mexicans, a, are they people of color? Like, why? Are, and I'm like, I, he wasn't talking to me. Right, right, but I was listening, I was like, and I thought to myself, I was like, hmm, am I a person of color? Huh. You know? I mean, is it a necessity to have that label anyways? He threw it around. So I was like, does that apply to me? You know, like I guess I never thought of it, I man, and that's what I'm getting. I, I never fucking thought of it. I was like, I don't know. Hmm. I have a bunch of, I have some cousins that all they do, they throw around that n word, you know, like this, that, and the other. And then it, you know, you, you start watching videos on YouTube and you start watching everything, and then you see the young, the young Latin Latinxers, or even dudes our age. Every other word is the n word, pop, pop, pop. And I'm not talking yeah. about reciting a song or just singing no, lyrics of a no, song. I'm just talking about every, every day. Yeah, they're they're every day. You know demeanor how they speak how this and that and i'm like all right i don't know man these are things that came to the surface right now in yeah. the last seven thousand days of the fucking quarantine like those, i feel like the number <laughs> keeps getting higher and higher man <laughs> these are all things that came to the surface bro it's like a fucking beer when you get a beer that has all these different layers, it's a fancy fucking beer. I don't know. Fucking Duck Duck Goose. All right, yeah. let, let, let's just talk about that one by Lost Sab. It's a great fucking beer. I've had a few in my day and they're all amazing. But it's like those beers. You leave them out for an hour, you know, in a glass, in proper glassware for all you beer geeks. You just let it out, let it breathe, let it circumvent, become more of what it is. You taste it right when you pour it. It's one thing. But you taste it like an hour into it, bro, and everything comes out. Oh, shit, I taste the dark fruits. There's raisin in there. Yeah. Oh, do you catch the bitterness of the dark yeah. chocolate? Oh, my God, look at this. It's, it's, it's viscous. It's got a very thick, almost syrupy taste to it. I feel like the quarantine, the pandemic brought all of those things to the surface like a fucking fancy beer. It's like you said, man. Everyone's got all this time to sit around and they're not working or they're People working a lot less. You know? People are more political. People are, are they're more involved with social injustices. Mm -hmm. People are connecting more with what they really are. I feel we all shed our first layer of skin, like a reptile slithering in this grass. Like we all just kind of shed our, our scales, came out like, no, this is who I am. You know, it's like, I feel a lot of people, maybe, maybe they were faking the funk or maybe they were trying too hard to impress or, or be part of a, a, a certain crowd or be cool in other people's eyes. I feel like having five months off, of not hanging out with those people or hanging out with the groups that you're trying to be cool with gave you an opportunity to be like, fuck that. Why? Like, I'm going to be me. I'm going to do what I'm going to do and, and make it happy. You know, I, I kind of had that to an extent, not, not overwhelming. I'm, I'm fucking 41. I am who I am, but I feel like, all right, you know, <laughs> um, but you know, it's like that. That's what the quarantine did, bro. I feel like people like sat down, looked in the mirror and the metaphorical mirror looked at themselves and be like, am I happy with who I am? Am I happy with the way my life is going? There may not be another opportunity in our lifetime where we get shut down for five months, where we get to just sit down and rebuild yourself and whatever for positive or for negative, bro. Because I've seen it go both ways. I've seen, I've seen motherfuckers who have gone off the deep end. I've seen motherfuckers who have strived to go out to the top of their game. And you know what? It's all good. Whatever's whatever feels good to you, you know. Yeah, yeah it's it's yeah, dude. There's there's plenty of opportunity, man. And I think it says a lot about the people who have taken this and basically said, "I can recharge, I can revamp, I can recreate," and you know, made the best out of a really shitty situation. 
Not everybody's done that, man. And I get it. Some people hasn't been possible. Hey, there's there's still time. It's only August. Yeah, it's only August. <laughs> it's only August. We got no ending. Seventeen sight. more months of this shit, bro. <laughs> Jesus Lord, we're gonna be doing a podcast in I don't know February of 2027. Yeah, 2026. Like, 20, like, damn, oh. bro, my kid's running for president now. You're, you're it's looking crazy. Yeah, you're 26 of the coronavirus. Oh man, no end in sight. Ah, tell me something good, Caesar. Tell me something, something positive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you two words. Go ahead. Fernando Tatis. Oh man. Oh no, you know what? Three and then Junior. Fernando Tatis, the El Junior. Niño, el bebo, the man, the myth, the legend, dog. Oh my goodness, it's fun to be. It's fun to watch. He's one of those guys that you can't, you can't turn away from the TV. It was like Barry Bonds up to bat. It's you know. Fernando Tatis, for those who don't know, is San Diego's prized possession. Yep. Um, There's carne asada chips from Olitas. There's a Centennial from the Balboa Burger. I go with um, the pastrami personally. You go with the pastrami yourself? Yeah. There's the Micheladas from the Manhattan. You know, I may or may not have indulged you know, in one of those. There's the Santiago from Three Punk. Uh, you know what I mean? There's there's certain things that you you're known for. Boom, boom, fish tacos, whatever. San Diego, wah wah wah. Fernando Tatis. He is slowly becoming the mayor of our fair city. I don't I was trying it's, to think of a phrase that's bigger than the mayor. You know what the funny thing is? Like he's becoming what Tony Gwynn used to be for us, but then he's also just getting national love, man. Like you can't help. Like you're seeing people that are staying up on the East Coast because he's just so electric, man, and they want to see what he's gonna do. And he just plays with his relentless passion and energy man and it's just he makes the game look so easy but he also makes it look so fun yeah and that's what baseball is man it's a game it's fun but see now i'm gonna talk about some bullshit Pero? now i'm gonna talk about some bullshit in baseball and we're gonna lose people listening to us right now but here's the thing about baseball i fucking love baseball bro uh, okay i love baseball for me there's nothing better than it's wednesday night it's 705 and the potters are playing Whoever, yep. the fucking pirates, bro. Whatever, yeah, vale it madre, doesn't yeah. matter. It's seven o five. It's first pitch. You know, I got the kiddos with me, or we just finished giving them a bath. They're ready to go to sleep. I'm gonna sit down on the couch in the living room. Gonna partake in a snack, maybe a quick cocktail, whatever. It's baseball. Like I can watch it. I can watch golf. I can watch soccer. I can watch the most boring things that people shit on me for. It's like, how do you watch golf? It's one thing to play it, but watching is ridiculous. I love it. How do you watch 90 minutes of dudes like flopping on the ground and running and scoring one goal or ending zero zero? I fucking I love, love it. it. How do you watch dudes like just throwing a ball and just hitting it and running for like 15 second spurts and then they stop for like another minute? Say, bitch, I love it. Yeah. I love these things. Yeah. You know why? Because it's competitiveness it's numbers it's just like it's, it's a str strategy and i love strategy yep. and what i don't like is a set of fucking people who feel that oh if you're gonna play baseball you gotta play it this way if you're gonna do this you gotta do it like that if you're gonna if you're gonna be a fan of this you gotta make sure you don't celebrate that you don't do this you don't do that my mom is with it. it's like they try to put so many fucking rules it's it, to an extent it's like the beer community it's like the, the, the beer industry. Mm. It's like, oh, no, no, no. We're not drinking double IPAs anymore. We're drinking double dry hop hazy IPAs. We're drinking pastry stouts. And they, they, they try to like make it more douchey, you know? And, and for me, the comparison with baseball is like, oh, 
You never bunt when there's a no-hitter going on. You never swing at a 3-0 pitch when you're up an ungodly amount of runs later on in the innings. You don't do this. You don't You don't steal. You don't – it's like – I mean, there's little uh, ones that I guess I – you know, like I definitely think it's not okay. You never bunt to break up a no-hitter. You know what I mean? Fuck yeah, it is. You want to know why? Once upon a time, Jim Abbott had one arm. He still does. Interesting story. He was throwing a no-hitter. He's a pitcher. He threw it. Some motherfucker thought it'd be awesome if he bunted to a one-armed pitcher who switches hands to put his glove on and then takes it off to pitch. Somebody dropped a bunt while he had a no-hitter. He fucking pissed all over it, grabbed it, threw his glove down, picked up the ball, bah, threw one first, threw him out. So that's why I'm like, fuck that, bro. If the homie Jim Abbott can do that with one arm and still go through with that no-hitter, you can't do nothing that's against the rules in a no-hitter. You know what I mean? So yesterday, we were watching the Padre.Ranger game. Yep. And what happened? Senor Tatis, who had already hit one home run in the game, uh, came up with the bases loaded. And the Padres at this point were up very, very up. They were up. Handedly. Like, they were up 10 to 3. 10 to 3. And uh, on a 3-0 count, supposedly, he was given the take sign. Because take don't swing. Yep. That's what you're supposed to do when you're up so much and you have that count because you know that they're just going to breathe something over the plate to get it over. He decided, no, I'm good at baseball. And if there's a baseball being thrown right down the middle, I'm going to do something very bad to that baseball and make it go far because I have that talent and that skill set. So he did. And he hit a grand fucking slam and for whatever reason, the opposing manager comes to the top of the stairs and he's hooting and howling. And some other players were saying, you're going to get it. You're going to, your team's going to get it now. Yeah. So the next batter is Manny Machado, a fucking legend. The best, yep. the best chops, the best sideburns in the game. Those things are terrible. And he got a ball thrown behind him, yeah. which is fine. And he took it like a G. Yeah. If you're going to do that, you're going to do that. That's your game. That's your game. Boom. It's over. You'd think it's all over then, You'd right? You'd think so, but then, but then it all ended. In the post game. And, yeah. and the, our manager, the, the manager for the San Diego Padres, all of a sudden decided to say, oh, you know what? He missed a sign and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, you don't do that. Yeah, There's disappointed. The game and-, and I was like, this is what America has become, bro. This is what we've become. George Carlin, one of my idols. When I was little, I knew. I knew at a young age. I was like, este es la rifa. This guy's a legend. He just spit truth. And he, I remember one story specifically. He would always talk about the Hudson River and how his homies used to swim in the Hudson River when they were little. And everybody would be like, don't swim in the Hudson River. It's dirty, la, la, la. And then he reflected on that. And he's like, you know what? You have to swim in the Hudson River, bro. That's how you separate the weak from the strong. You know, that's how you fucking, you, 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 you test yourself and you build your immunity. It's like, we have, what did he call it? The pussification of America. <laughs> You know, it's very offensive now. I get it. But, but it's like I loved it that a bunch of old school players came out in support and basically said, fuck that. Yeah. That's how you play the game. If you're skilled enough to do it's the pitcher's fault for getting into a three and O count when they're already. Down. You don't want to be embarrassed on the national scale. Don't put yourself in an embarrassing position. Yep. You know, yep. don't don't blame the guy who's showing you up. You're giving him an opportunity yep. to show you up. You want to stop all that shit? Don't give an opportunity. Yep. And I was like, oh, shit. And then I took another step back. I was like, damn, 
because everybody was talking about it. This isn't just like a San Diego thing. Oh no! This morning, man. like I was at work and I saw like the, the Twitter things, and and it was like everybody, bro. TMZ commented on it. When TMZ comments on some shit, you know it's like what the fuck. And I was like, damn. Being in this quarantine for seven years now is, <laughs> it's really put like things under a microscope. Like anything you do, that's somewhat controversial. Like whether it's saying police officers can't come into my business establishment, right. whether it's like saying uh, this thin blue line flag is racist. I can't support it. And if you support it, you're horrible. Whether it's putting pineapple on a fucking pizza, whether, you know, like everything just gets magnified to the hundredth level, bro. Everything bothers, everything is bothers somebody. Yeah. Regardless of how minuscule it is, it's bothersome. You want to piss people off in San Diego? Tell them that LA fucking tacos are better than San Diego, bro. You know? That'll just start tell them that you yeah. like LA. Yeah, just say anything. Oh, you know what I like from LA? What? Nothing. Sorry. No, you know, it's like, no, no, no. it's like, I feel I like people are just ready to get butthurt, ready to get yeah. offended. They really are. Oh, man. And you know what the, the best part is, though? I'm fucking here for it. I'm here to offend everybody. Are you? Me gusta, I stir that fucking really? pot of controversy with both hands. Bro, you, you're an owner of a brewery now. You, you got you gotta <laughs> care about it. You own, you own a, a large stake in a company. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's like, you gotta, you gotta make sure you, you walk <laughs> the line. You gotta make sure everything you're doing is on the up and up. <laughs> nah, man. I'm, cancel me. I, oh. I dare you. I dare you. Calmate, do it. Dave Chappelle's. <laughs> no, no, it's, oh, it's, it's it's funny, man. Like you just you got to take everything with a grain of salt, man. Yeah. And people aren't willing to do that right now because, like you said, man, they're all trapped inside, alone with their thoughts, and looking it's for a, dangerous, a reason to fight. There's a dangerous place to be if looking, you're not ready yeah, to face man. yourself and your truths, bro. No. I know people. I know family. I know friends. I just know acquaintances, and I know other business owners. Uh-huh. They're in this position. It's like I know relationships. Relationships could have gone one of two ways during this quarantine. Real could strong. Have, could have been the best thing that ever happened here. It's like, you know what? We turned these five five strings and turned them into a, we fucking braided them into a rope. Like, it's amazing, you know? And it's like the opposite, the antithesis of that. Obviously, he's like, damn, I don't like this motherfucker. I spent too many times. I've only been married to him five years. But already in these five years, I know this motherfucker is going to be, he's going to make me miserable, you know? Relationships ideas it's a weird beliefs time. i feel like everything was brought into question you know? right Fuck, i'm getting a vasectomy in a week bro Ooh, snip, 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 snip. It's t- no there's no snip bro there's no snip 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 it's a uh, it's a uh, what are gonna ruin my joke what is it called uh, about- oh a scap what is it called that knife the oh. scapula Spatula. Know, whatever. Un pichy cuchillo. Scalpel. Scalpel. Oh, thank you. Scapula. Really? No mames. <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking of. That's why I said spatula. And I was like, where's it going with this? Oh, I want to scap- see. Uh, it's a scalpel free uh, surgery. Damn. So my doctor, my urologist figured out Put a some way. Your nuts in the microwave. Yeah, he happened? figured out a way to get inside my sack and stop me from like having children Damn, without, do? without drawing blood. I don't know, bro. It's Harry Potter with a wand or some shit. I don't know what the fuck he's going to do, bro. But I was going like, to let fucking Voldemort swing a fucking wand by your dick. And so you're fine I was supposed to have this surgery like in April, bro. Yeah, before, before the pandemic like, was a full thing. And then obviously it canceled it. And then um, I talked to my urologist over the phone like two times. 
I never met him until this last time. But so I was on the phone, like flirting with him, whoop de woo, just kind of like, okay, hey, this is what we're gonna do. They interview you. They interview you. Like, are you in a state of mind to make a decision to no longer have children? I didn't know that was a conversation that needed to be had. I figured that anybody who has three kids has the fucking, you know, the foresight to be like, yeah, man. I can't afford another one. I don't want any more fucking kids, bro. <laughs> I think three is my limit. <laughs> I think I'm tapping out on three. <laughs> my energy, my bank account are all telling Yeah, let me, me show you three things that are empty. My energy, my refrigerator, my fucking bank account. All because I have three kids. Like, I, I'm good, doc. <laughs> you know when they weren't empty? <laughs> Before when <they> kids. <laughs> BK. Steve BK was awesome. Steve Post BK. There's no. nothing, I'm fucking... <laughs> I got nothing <laughs> but who, love. Who am I? Um, so yeah, it's like they interviewed me, bro. They're like, hey, you know, you you know what you're doing. It is it is reversible, but it's not something that we recommend. Damn, what is this? Uno through the reverse card. <laughs> you get that reverse, and he's like, yeah. And after I like told him, I was right after three kids and 41. You know, it's like yeah. I ain't going nowhere. I'm not gonna have any more kids. He's like, okay, you know what? Damn, yeah, I'm for you, bro. And he's like, he signed off for it. I got you. Bro. You got me. Thank yeah, you. Bro. I'm gonna freeze yeah, a couple. Ladies, um, it's nine months to the next Mother's Day, so if you want to get showered with gifts, I will make that happen. Boom, boom, boom. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I don't even believe myself when I say that. <laughs> So then the first meeting was that simply like, like him giving me the thumbs up. You pass. You're allowed to Isn't proceed. Weird? I was like, all right. How'd you feel about that? I was like, bitch, spend a day at the house. Spend two days at the house. Yeah, he, you might not have kids. And you realize that you don't want more fucking gonna, He's going to tell you this one's on the house. Yeah, he's like, I got you, bro. <laughs> so then the next meeting was, okay, man, this is what's going on. This is what we're going to do over the phone. Boom, boom, boom. Let's meet next month. See how things are with the pandemic. Obviously, right now we can't do... um. He's some, what are these surgeries called? Elective. Elective surgeries right now. So I know I look forward to meeting you. Woo, woo, woo. So last month, the end of July, I, I finally got a face to face with him, bro. July it's like we could, 22nd. Yeah. Boy, I feel like we were like, you know, you were, we were flirting with each other over the phone, like building this relationship. Boom, boom. He said, all right, bro, well, I'm going to give you Valium the day of take the Valium after you sign this consent form. And I was like, huh? He's like, yeah, I can't have you sign it after because at that point you're legitimately under the influence of a drug. La, 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 and you can, I was like, okay, cool. So take the pill when? Take the pill after I talk to you. Like, All right, cool. Boom. That I, I was confused. At that point, I was like, it's like watching Jeopardy, bro. Like in the second, uh, double Jeopardy. I was like, what, I, I don't know any of this was going on. What is value for 300? <laughs> and then he was like, okay, um, again, this is going to happen. We're going to clamp your vast deference. I'm going to have a nurse here. I was like, huh? It's not just you, eh? He's like, no. He's like, no. The, the nurse that was here earlier, she's gonna be. I was like, what the fuck? He's like, okay, whatever. I'm like, whatever. And um, and then that's it, bro. You guys. And then he said, yeah. pull your pants hey, down. Are you guys selling tickets? <laughs> he's like, pull pull your pants down. And uh, and I was like, okay. And he just looked at me and he grabbed me, bro. Boom. I need to make sure that you're uh, you're gonna be relaxed enough. I don't. Some people's uh genitals hang too high. This, that. bro. He grabbed me. Oh, well, the, you, you said you were for learning. It was, he we had, had a, two phone dates and one in person, and he was already all up in it. <laughs> and I was like, all right, doc, sounds good. And that was it. This cool guy. I felt are. like bringing him beer after the fact. I said, hey, man, I'm going to bring you some beer next time. I don't know how this works. I, like, I don't know how this works, but you, I feel like you grabbed me, so I, I owe you something. Yeah. <laughs> I love you. Um, so, yeah, August 27th, Thursday wow. at 2 p.m. The there legacy. Like, there's there, no more legacies. Uh, no. My three that I've created. That's it. That's it. That's a wrap. Damn, dude. I feel like at that point, quarantine is over, bro. I wake up. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay. A vaccine is in the works. 
Supposedly. Are you taking that shit? I mean, I don't I mean, you kind of have to, right? I don't know. What would what would make you want to take it? The obvious answer obviously is Be more people dying and this spreading out of control. Yeah, and like that's why you want to prevent all that. Yeah. So why I would mean, you not take it? Well, I mean, if it starts mellowing out and there's the people, I don't know. I, God, I guess I don't really have a good answer to that. I mean, I guess like every other vaccination that I was told was going to plant microchips inside of me and yet I've been fine. I'm kind of down to have a microchip inside of me. It's funny, man. I love when people say that shit, like they're planning something in you. I'm like, yeah, that phone you're holding, they already got control yeah. of you. They don't need a microchip, you fucking idiot. They can tell everything you say and do. I mean, dog, it's weird the way our phones read and react to us, man. Like we went to have lunch a couple weekends ago. We were talking about shower heads because, you know, we're adults and we're at that age where that's exciting conversation mm -hmm. over Absolutely. lunch. Shower heads, fucking Too much pressure, not very comforting, not yeah. enough pressure. That rain shower head and then having the extra arm to yeah. also, damn, bro. Let me tell you something. Leave me away. The rain shower head, I'm assuming is this, the one that's directly over your head in the shower? Right. Well, <sighs> just, and it just has the rain. That motherfucker. I don't see how I lived like a barbarian before I had that, bro. Bro. I, I, my knuckles must have been dragging on the floor. I'm a fucking Neanderthal. But now that I have that, I look back and like, what a peasant I was. Bro, <laughs> we, we had the big square one. That was the rain like mm. that. Mm. So you could still wash yourself regularly. One of the oh, microchips man. that they put inside me gives me the ability to view things in slow motion, like on an Instagram oh, filter. So sometimes I'm in the shower and I look up and I tap my eye a certain way in the <laughs> shower. And then the rain, the water droplets come down in slow motion. I just look and I'm like, oh, amazing, bro. <laughs> bro, tell me that all of the shit that's happened isn't like a fucking Black Mirror show, bro. An episode on Black Mirror. It's like, God damn, that show scares the shit out of me. I never watched it. Oh, my God. That show scares the shit out. It scares the shit out of me. Is it's a horror show? No, it's a reality show, pretty much, bro. It's like oh, things okay. that can watch it. Watch the first few shows. I think it's like three seasons, but I don't understand the format. I've only watched like five shows, but it's awesome. Yeah, there is one where there's a chip in people's head, and um, it do your your eyes document every event in your life. So it's like, imagine like right now. Okay. The, the pandemic, everything's going crazy. You're trying to go into a restaurant. Um, the restaurant, the the hostess asks, have you been anywhere? Have you been in, in contact with anybody? La, la, la. You say, no, whoop de woo, all good. I was like, okay, you know what? Rewind for me the last 10 days of things that you've done. Then let me see it. So you hand over your chip and they look on their cameras, on their little cameras and like, okay, oh, you went to the beach. Oh, with no mask. Oh, with people you don't know. We're not going to let you in. Damn, that's crazy. Dude, it's shit like that. And I was like, oh my God. And then there's another episode where it's like everything you do, it's based on the likes that you receive. Like you, you get some sort of like personality score from everybody walking around. Imagine you have a number over your head, bro. And you're going to a restaurant and you're the douchebag that goes in and um, says, you know what? This burger is, is not to my liking. Can you return it and, and make it a little bit more well done? Whatever. That guy. Yelped your personality score over your head. You had a 95 and he said, this guy's a douchebag. And he takes two points off of you and it goes down, right? Damn. Imagine you can't do shit unless your number over your head is over like 80. So, and, and, the and there's one, yeah, it was crazy. And, and then you, I'm butchering the way it's telling it, but I know I'm giving you enough that you're going to want to watch it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I will eventually. Wash mm. it, bro. I've heard enough people mm. talk about it and I was just like. It's just crazy. It's one of those things that it's not scary. It's just uncomfortable to watch. You're like, oh. 
God, that could happen. Do we really put in that much power into a phone, into a fucking like, into a like? Oh, wait, wait, mira. So estamos hablando de eso, wey. Y luego, and this is just at lunch, doc. The very next day, all of a sudden, like, my ads were shower heads on Amazon. Nice. I'm like, what? The actual yeah. fuck, man. I yeah, never. Papi, papi Trump is listening, dog. <laughs> oh, but the Papi Putin. Papi <laughs> Putin. Putin. Oh, instead of the, the our Russian Imperial Stout, I'm going to, instead of uh, putting on the Riz, I'm going to call it Papi Putin. That's a good name. ¿Qué más allá? Cuéntame algo bonito. It's all bonito, bro. It is, it's, huh? It's a good time. I feel good. It felt good to be in front of the, 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 the microphone again. We're having fun, it man. It felt Connect, good connecting. to be in front of the mic. I ain't even going to lie to you. It's, uh, it's, it's the relief you didn't know you needed. I was scared. ¿Por qué, güey? I was scared to come back and do this. I don't know. Not you. Just it's like, ah. Uh, it's like just talking. Yeah, yeah. Just talking and be like, oh, my God. It's, that's so nerve-wracking. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my goodness. Dude, releasing the, the... I was talking to Ch the Chicle about this. I was like, Chicle, I'm going to release that fucking... The police officer episode. He's like, yeah. I was like, yeah, fool. I think it's time. Because we, were, we weren't um, we weren't completely sold on releasing it. Oh, we were, we, we were like, I was like, what are we going to gain releasing this? Right. David Oyos is a stand-up dude. Yep. You know, I, I, I know him. You know, I've golfed with him. He comes to the brewery. He, he's, he's a man from the hood. He's here. He's, he's one of those people that um, you want to become a police officer. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like he's connected to the neighborhood. He knows how shit works. You know, it's not like an outsider. I feel like a, a, a police officer who is an outsider to the community, who doesn't live in the community, doesn't eat in the community. All he does is come and punches his clock, time clock and, 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 then and does his people. time and leaves. Like, I feel like that is not a good indication or, or representation of a police officer of a community. You know, I feel like police officers to live up to the mantra, protect and serve. You got to know what you're protecting and who you're serving, you know? And, and it's like David Oyo's. I was like, all right, cool. You know, he's a, he's a good guy to interview. Cause he's, he's those things, you know, he's those right. things. But we we're like, oh, why even fucking release it, bro? Like, you know, but, but I feel like we, we, we stood our ground. We, we voiced our opinions. People know where we stand now, you know, it's not like we're not against, I'm not against all police officers. I'm just, I'm not against people. I'm against bad people. Right. You know what I mean? It's like some of these bad people. If you got something wrong, get better. You know what I mean? I'm not one that will will be like in the front yelling rah rah rah. Like I'm not that guy. I'm the one that you know what? Where do I have more of an opportunity to get my point across? Ah, it's like I like telling jokes online and like you know my little stupid memes or little stories that I put about like. I don't know, me getting an accordion or just dumb shit like that. Like, you know what? Boom. That was me. That was my, my, my response. What I felt like, this is where I excel. This is where I have the most eyes and ears. So you know, I floated my shit. Boom. Boom. And just not overwhelming. Just enough to let people know this is where I stand. Like I'm against this shit. Social injustices. I'm against this shit. Right. Police need to reform. They, they need to know what's going on. Not about like defunding the police in the sense where like you take all of their money. I'm well, about defunding, defunding them and reappropriating the funds yeah, into man. areas where we need funds Mental allocated. And you know, building Do the police community officers back need up? tanks with fucking flamethrowers on the side, AK 47 gun turrets on the top. I'm gonna say no. no I'm gonna leave that shit to the military. You know, yep. we, we, we need, you know, it's just a matter of, again, it's not black, it's not white, it's, it's gray. gray. It's got to be gray. gray. 
there's a middle ground and that's you know? where people are so hard-headed they don't want to find that gray area because it's like nope this is the way i feel and that's that and, and, and right. i told oils i said bro you know what we're gonna release it you know it, it, we're, we're gonna release it he's like okay cool bro thanks I, I felt it was a good conversation and this that and i said yeah you know what we asked the questions that were bothering us we asked the questions that i know people wanted to the people that listen to us and hang out with us want wanted to be addressed so we did that but i said moving forward i mean Let's do this quarterly. Like, what are you doing? What are you actively doing to involve the community in in the day to day um, activities of a police officer? You know, how do you bridge the gap between the police department and a local family? You know, like my kids are fortunate that they don't have to worry about it. My kids are fortunate enough that they see a police officer and say, "Oh, the police, the police." They, they fucking start going whoop whoop. That's the sound of the police. Oh, like, shit. yeah, so bro. They, they, they get down, dude. They, they get down like that. And I'm like, cool. Like, that's where my kids are at with it. Because right. they come from a place of privilege where we live in a legit fucking community. And I was talking to this on the many episodes ago with El Compita Tim, Tim Parker, Chula Vista Brewing. And it's like, here in Chula Vista, we live in a bubble, bro. Like, everything here is like, it works out, you know? Obviously, there's racism. Obviously, there's knuckleheads. Obviously, there's violence. There's bad shit. But I feel like we have things in place that help deter and prevent all of that. So our kids are privileged to live in the South Bay. You know, they come from a place where things aren't perfect, but they're pretty fucking good. They're pretty yeah. fucking good. We can who walk down gave, the street and not worry about it. that privilege, man? I mean. <sighs> you work hard to give them that. But I mean, it's it's a community thing, bro. It, it, I don't. I don't think it's like because you can have you collectively, can man. Like people yeah. putting that effort forward, man. It creates exactly. that community. Exactly. So, and I think that there's change to be made, and change comes from every single one of us, man. And it's just you know, and I'm I'm extremely baffled that there's still people out there who have hate for other humans because they're a different fucking color. That's ignorance, so, bro. That's dude. But then those same people can still claim to be students of the word of God. And, you know, it's like, no. It's like, a shield, bro. It's the hypocrisy that people have, man. It's it's insane. And, you know, be the change you want to see, man. And instill good good uh, manners and values into your children and raise the next generation to hopefully put an end to this one day. Year three of the quarantine. Here we are. No, now you went back because we were in year seven. Oh, bad. <laughs> you dialed it back a bit. You're feeling good about it. It was an awesome time today. Yeah, Caesar. man. Me gusto. I feel like this was my therapy. What if this was what I was missing? No, because <sighs> we talked about that, remember? <laughs> my head doesn't hurt anymore. That's my it. teeth are still sensitive. Now I just think I need a fucking root canal. Hmm. Now I just, I feel like I've gone to the dentist long enough to where they're like, you know what, man? Yeah, you do have some shit with your teeth. You probably had some stress and anxiety that caused your headaches and whatever that derived from your teeth. But you know what? could use a fucking root canal because they hurt. I have ice cream in Medole. I mean, and it's fitting because Emo Brown, El Triste Mexicano ice cream, makes me sad when I eat it because it hurts. It damn, hurts. Damn, bro. <laughs> yeah, wait. Guys, thank you. Sorry for taking so much time to come back and grace your beautiful ears. Yeah. But we're worth it. We're, we're totally worth it. And I, we're, we're tall deck and handsome. I <laughs> um, Caesar, wow, thank you, brother. I'm over three. I'll see you uh, hopefully very soon again on the podcast. Siempre like campeón. I said, we have a slew of episodes coming in the next week. Um, Patreoners, you have a slew of things coming your way in the mail. Feel about a state or out of San Diego, it's coming to you. Um, thank you, sponsors. We're still around. And 
Check out emobrown.com we to make you. all your wildest dreams come true. All that that merch page is up, man. Everybody's been asking me that merch page is up. Yeah, I'm the merch page, bro. Dude, I'm fucking. I'm I'm the motherfucker who's paying my bills selling masks. Apparently, I'm I'm ordering masks. I have an employee here that works at the brewery who I don't even want to say his name. He fucking gave my merch guy five hundred dollars. I saw him count it. Might have been a little bit more. And in return, he got a box of masks, bro. And I looked at him and I was like, yo, what the fuck? He's like, bro, I got an Etsy page. I'm going to sell these bitches out in like a week. And I'm like, I said, I'm going to double my money in a week. And I was like, America. Get it, Get it hustler. America, bro. That's, that's where we are. <laughs> Make sure you guys register to vote. Everybody's hiding the mailboxes. Yeah, you got to get out there and do your thing. Um, if you can, if you feel if you feel strong and confident enough to go to your polling place and actually vote. And there's places to drop it off. If do you get, it. Vote. Go drop it off at your local library. It's it, the time. There's no more important time than now to fucking get out and yeah. vote. Don't complain if right? you're not going to get out and do something. Pay about attention. It. Pay attention to what's going on right now. There's The, the debates are going to slowly come upon us pay attention there's no ideal candidate right now there's no like oh this is the savior this is the team there's we're not blessed with that right now we have bad and we have bad and we have worse right right. now you know so it's like legitimately pay attention look at what's out there for us think of your community and think of your fucking family bro because i know a lot of people who voted one way in the last election and are fucking shooting themselves in the foot now. Your the vote Just matters, bro. Pulling the fuck, the, 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 yeah, the vote matters right now, bro. It sounds like a pinchy, like a cliche, but no, the, right the truth, now, man. the vote matters. It's the truth. And I'm gonna and talk to Mayor uh, Mary Salas about that because I know Chulavista elections are gonna come up, and them yeah. motherfuckers get nasty, bro. There's I nothing mean, worse I keep than telling small people, city man, politics. It's, it's, there's a lot of other things that you can do. Pay attention to the Senate races because even if you don't trust any of the candidates, you can help them out by getting the Senate overwhelmingly in your favor to be able to put things in motion pay attention to small town local politics because that's the shit that changes and affects you directly you know that's what's gonna that's what's gonna mold your life to what it is guys thank you be good brown the saddest mexican is back be kind go do something good for somebody